Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar, where a dude and a dude talk about their journey together through the Age of Sigmar. Our legions of adoring fans will hear from a grizzled veteran with decades of gaming experience, but few wins, and a fresh recruit who thinks about the game day and night. So buckle up, Sigmarites, and join us as we explore the realms, news, local events, and whatever else tickles our fancy. Hey, dude. Can we chat? Yeah. Okay. Let's chat. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. And I'm Roma. And tonight we've got our second guest. Uh, and now that we've got our first major glitch out of the way for the night, uh, let's hope that we are glitch free. So let's get right into it. Who's our guest star? I'm Josh Trenholm. Okay. So, um, Josh. One of the things that uh, we were thinking of when we started this podcast was uh, Rome and I were both really <laughs> blown away by the AOS community. Um, when we were sitting around one night, um, we were just we were prepping for Vegas, and I think Mike and Conan were over and we were, were BSing, and the Conan's phone started pinging and, and pinging, and we were like, "What? What's that all about?" It's like, "Oh, that's the AOS chat. Uh, Josh has got a league." We're like what? There's a league, and Roma's like, I'm in. I want in right <laughs> now, and and so then Roma got like, well, I want in. If Roma's in, I want in, and so I'm like, okay, so I got invited, and I think was was it wrapping up or was it just kicking off or what? I think at that time I think we were just wrapping up our first AOS league okay. I, because I think. Yeah, I, it wasn't very long in between the first one and the second one, and okay. you guys jumped in on the uh, second one that we did. Uh, and, I mean, I, I sort of know a, a subgroup of, of the larger AOS group, and, and when we got in, I got to say, I was immediately blown away by a, how many people were there. No, and I didn't know everybody that, that was there, so I'm like, what, you play AOS? You play AOS? Uh, and we were... Uh, and. I know I, I felt immediately, and, and like I said, I didn't know everybody. Welcome, come on in. It was like I, it was like cheers. We'd known everybody knew, known me all my life, and I thought this is a great, great place to hang out. These people are amazing. This is a great community, and we wanted to recognize that you've done a lot to foster that. Uh, and so that's one of the things we wanted you to come here tonight is to talk about the work that you've done building up the community here because it's it's such a great place to be. Yeah, I appreciate that actually. Yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't know what it is about the AOS community. It just seems like AOS is the game for whatever reason seems to foster such a great community. Uh, I'm sure there it, you have it in other games as well, but there's just uh, such an overwhelming positive vibe. To that that group we have going is incredible. Everyone's so uplifting and yeah, it's it's amazing. It absolutely is. I absolutely love hearing all the messages, seeing everything, and how everyone's so engaged. And yeah, it's amazing. So, Josh, how long have you been organizing events? Uh, so, I think I started probably about three years ago when uh, I ran my first 40K league. Um, yeah, just trying to get uh, people into playing competitive ITC style 40K games. It's, Selfishly, that's kind of what a few of us, you know, Robin, Michael, uh, Nathan, we were all kind of into that style of play, and we wanted to oh, yeah, get... Yeah, Nathan, I remember Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And we wanted to get more games like that going on in and around Prince George and then eventually be able to run our own tournament. So it kind of started by like, let's introduce people how to play this style of game by running a league. It's just a nice, easy way to organize set games and following a, a structure for missions and scoring style. Because before then, it was like the local game store kind of ran its like Remembrance Day tournament for years. That was the local tournament. That's right. Eh? And then um, like Wonderland, Wonderland supported the odd tournament. Yeah, 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 they did. Um, before that, what really got me into it was um, that Orktoberfest. Yeah. That was the first tournament I ever went to. Um, that was before Robin took it over and was running Orktoberfest. Yeah. Um, that's I I know Robin from working with him, and it was kind of we just funny interaction when he found out that I was getting into Warhammer. Little did I know I'd worked with the guy for a few years <laughs> and didn't realize like how long he'd actually been into that, right? And so immediately like we hit it off with that and the next thing you know, you know, he connected me to uh, a few other guys in the scene and Oktoberfest was that first tournament that uh, I went to, but that wasn't ITC at the time. Yeah. That was um like, I, I believe that was just b uh, book missions at the time that it was. And, um, yeah, that was kind of my first experience with tournament Warhammer. Yeah, because that was the first time I, I bet you was at that Oktoberfest. And that was... Um, was it that one? The, the one... At the rec center? No. So there was... A, I think it was the year before. Oh, okay. um, It was in the basement of a church downtown. Okay, no, I wasn't at that one. It would have been right at the very beginning of 8th edition, like okay. right when 8th edition kicked off. The, yeah, I think that was the first one. I didn't get to that one for some reason. What kind of turnout did you have? Uh, that one, I believe there was about 12, 13 players maybe, possibly a few more than that. Um, but that was kind of... Um, that was my first real good introduction to a lot of the guys that I'm close with now and part of our... TO group. Oh, wow. Um, it's, I'd known Des for years, but not really. Like Him and I went to elementary school together, but we were a grade <laughs> apart. Oh, wow. Yeah, but we were a grade apart, so I, I knew who he was, but never right. really hung out with him. Just, I just, it, you know, I was aware. It, we both went to Blackburn, so it's, you know, small community. You know who people are, right? right. Um, I met Conan again there. Um, I grew up, yeah, but like Conan is the older brother to one of my close friends from uh, high school. Like I, so I, I used really? to ride dirt bikes with Connor's with brother. Oh so gosh. yeah, with uh, like Connor was, you know, good friends with Connor for years. So I knew Conan a little bit again, he was just the, the older brother. Right. And I'm sure way back in the day, um, doing beginner nights for, um, Warhammer fantasy. I'm pretty sure he was there kind of, coaching us young ones along that makes me laugh because i look at conan as like the younger buddy no and he's the older brother to us right huh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but then uh, same Oktoberfest, i met and played grayson for the first time and uh you know and the new robin and then knew a few other people there from uh you know just playing local game nights at the stores and stuff like that but that was kind of my first introduction to uh a lot of guys. That's the ch first chance I had to play Des, Conan, and Grayson. Wow! It was uh, it was such a good first experience into tournament play. And is that what kind of got you going for wanting to organize more events? 
it, it was definitely influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you betcha. I, um, really before I got into organizing stuff, I know Grayson was putting on tournaments, mm-hmm. um, and then Robin took over doing Oktoberfest. So those two guys were kind of. Big oh, I just got it now. Orktoberfest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Being a newbie, I just I just picked up on that. Yeah. So those two guys were uh, they were you know hugely influential in me getting into organizing stuff and um, I, when I started you know kind of getting things going, I always kind of leaned on those guys for advice and tips and help and stuff like that. Um, so when you flip over to AOS. Uh, so I flipped over to AOS in probably, what was that, mid 2.0, I think. It was when, actually, it was actually literally just before COVID hit, actually. I started a few months before that, um, I think kind of maybe in the summertime. I had a lot of people tell me about how good of a game it was, but I was just so deep into 40K, just absolutely loved it, right? So finally tried it, I kind of just fell in lovely. Um I guess actually I shouldn't say immediately because when I first started playing, I I tried Slaves to Darkness at first. That was like pre-new book and stuff like that. And the stuff I had, I played, the army felt kind of flat to me and maybe I just associated that with the game feeling kind of flat. Because I associate you with uh, Archeon. Like you played Archeon, didn't you? I I had Archeon, but I never did play him. Really? So when I started playing, it was, you know, I I started with... where I got that from. I started as a knight. When I was a kid, the first... Warhammer models I ever got was Chaos Warriors, Chaos Knights. Like, I just, I absolutely love those models. Just the badass, Mm -hmm. like, chaos models, right? But then when I found, when I played them on the tabletop, it just, there wasn't a lot going for them. It didn't interest me until I got to talking to Conan about the game, and he suggested that I should try playing Zinch. He's like, yeah, he said, he suggested that, like, that, that, Zinch would really fit my play style. So I picked up some Zinch models and stuff and had some stuff already from uh, playing 40K. And when I played AOS with Zinch, everything just clicked. I'm like, oh, wow. this game is, oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. this is, I, it lo- connected I that, love it. Yeah, like I'm playing an army that really fit my play style and did all the janky things that I really like to do in a game. That was, it really opened my eyes to how good of a game AOS is and uh, realize how fun it is. So then it was, yeah, not long after that, I think there was a tournament at Wonderland that I went to. Um, and then I think it was maybe a few weeks later, uh, COVID shut everything down. And then you went to LVO in 2020 I as well. I didn't, unfortunately. Oh, you didn't? No, oh, I, I thought you to. were there. No, oh, unfortunately, okay. I just, yeah, I had to live vicariously through these okay. guys. So it was okay. Yeah. So then after covid uh, when was your next event that you organized was that the one just this past fall that was uh yeah so i started do we do the league first i think we did the league first and then followed up with the uh the northern waste tournament uh, i see okay yeah so that was kind of my first I, I shouldn't say just mine because that's we have our our group which we're now right. calling the northern waste alliance or <laughs> you guys got a name now yeah we, we got it branded a little bit right <laughs> oh, nice yeah so, uh, yeah, I can't take all the credit for it. These guys have been absolutely massive in, in helping me and as well as, like, taking the lead on a lot of stuff, too. Grayson and Conan deserve absolutely no credit. We'll just get that out of the way right now. <laughs> yeah, Conan always has good advice. Grayson's <laughs> kind. <laughs> no, I, 
because you guys, I know there was so much um, like train building. That there was a flurry oh, of train building before that tournament. It's insane Be- behind the scenes how much stuff those guys do for organizing. I I tend to be the marketing guy. So I'm always the one, you know, like in the groups and everything. I'm out promoting. I'm the one that's, you know, loud and, you know, <laughs> getting people hyped up. I'm yes. I'm the promoter of the group, essentially, right? That's kind of just the role. Well, I. you're a good promoter. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. That's kind of just the role I've taken on. And maybe that's why, you know, people see me as, you know, sort of the front for it. But the amount of work those guys do behind the scenes for this is, uh, like, I could not do it without them. They're huge. You know what I just thought of? Another podcast would be interviewing everyone just before the prep that it takes to put together a tournament. Yeah. There's a lot of things that uh, that happen behind the scenes that, you know, thankfully everything goes smoothly, but that's no short part due to everything those guys have put into to helping with this. Because you guys had, uh, like, the, the trophies... Like those trophies blew me away. They were so cool. Um, all the widgets, the the doodads, um, like the little prizes. Um, every terrain was amazing. Yep. Uh, sorry, every table had amazing terrain on it. So you set up the tables, and then you have the table mats. Yeah, we do. Right, and then you set up set up the terrain, and then you have prizes and yep. yeah. Wow. Um, uh, there's a lot. Of, like Grayson did a lot of the um, mission pack writing for that. Um, like again, he was one of the ones that he he was the one that organized the venue. He's the one that's dealing with all the the venue relations and stuff. Right. He was setting up the table rentals and um, like Des doing all our artwork and everything like that. It's oh, that's so like exciting! There's yeah, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes into putting into a tournament that just they made my job easy. Like <laughs> uh, that's again, I maybe I get more credit than I should because I'm just that you know I'm that. You're a big out, part of that. I, I'm that outgoing. I'm the promoting guy, right? I'm yeah. the one that's trying to get ticket sales. I'm the one trying to get everyone hyped. Into, and not that those guys don't do that as well. I just tend to, like, that's what I really like to do. And yeah, and you're very natural at it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, like the face, right? You get, you're out there, you're shilling, you're doing the work. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> I, if you happen to get associated with the event, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'll take my credit where I can, I guess. You recruited right? us. But that's great. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And that's, that's the part. I love the community building mm-hmm. side of things, right? Yeah. That's what I feel I'm good at and where I can contribute to this group of uh, TOs that we mm-hmm. have. And I don't think that can be understated enough because, like, R- Roma's enthusiasm for this has been a game changer for me. Like, I, I, uh, my folks were just over for dinner, and I was telling them that after a tournament, I would historically come home, throw my models in a corner, and go, "Fuck, I don't want to look at my models again for three months." Like, that's that's more than enough Warhammer for me for a while, and like. She's relentless in her passion for this. Like, after three games of uh, at LVO, she's like, "Can we do a fourth? Like, can we, is are the, is there a table? Can we do another game?" Like, she's fucking bananas. And that that sort of passion and enthusiasm, that that hype, that excitement, like, n- not everybody has the time or the the whatever the the skills, the interest in organizing people, and just creating that infectious enthusiasm is. A, a skill, uh, and B, like, it, it just, it's the spark that lights the fire. 
this ties in very nicely to, so you're, you spend all this time organizing a big event, but then you have these other smaller leagues that, you know, that are really good to keep everyone connected. Do you want to talk a bit about that one? Yeah, so that's uh, kind of exactly what we use those for almost, is to get everybody into that mode and that hype and like introduction to playing that style of game. It's essentially we are playing a tournament just stretched out over the course of a few months that way, right? And that I kind of find is the best way to, to get the people going in the community. Everyone's playing those organized games and getting all hyped about it and they're working on list ideas. You're you know kind of working out those things, those kinks. Because I'm looking at the scores every day. I'm looking to see who's played. I'm looking at the pictures. I am just like totally in when, when anyone's playing a game. And you know what? That's exactly that kind of like infectious ins excitement that we need and want in this community. She's pouring over the BCP. Like, get those guys to get their reports in. I want to see, like, <laughs> I, I want to see where they are. Who, do, who am I playing? Like, she's it's ferocious. Funny because I do the same. I, I'm a BCP nerd. I, I, I am too. I think I open that app. I don't know how many times a day to see if the last two groups have played yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I go through tournament stats all the time and who's playing what lists and how yes. people are doing. I just yeah. I, what are the placings and who's, yeah. yeah, BCP yeah. is my place oh, to nerd it. out over Warhammer, right? Yeah, so it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the next um, tournament or league that you're thinking of doing? So the next, uh, I'm going to hold off, I think, on doing a league for a bit, but uh, just give everyone a little break. You know, mm -hmm. the talks of Path to Glory, like, I think there'd be a, I think that's a kind of a nice transition into playing something a little bit different. Um, just uh, change it up. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, I don't want to get people too burned out on in leagues because I found that with 40K when it was back to back to back to back eventually people are just uh, that excitement eventually does start does it? waning a little I bit i don't want to know about that i think unless uh, maybe you, unless you throw a tournament in between or something mm -hmm. like that or something else to get someone hyped. hyped otherwise it's just kind of it it almost feels like the same thing over and over right. and over again so mm. i think I'm probably going to take a break from league play for just a little bit but um, we are working on a doubles event for the Ooh, beginning of May. Nice. I'm so excited about that. I have my list ready already. <laughs> Two of them. I'm going to try them out against Damon. Yep. And everyone knows if Damon doesn't peep a word for 24 hours, what does that mean, Damon? I lost. Yeah, the list was probably pretty good. <laughs> so speaking of Path to Glory, do yes. you have a narrative for the Path to Glory? Yes, yeah, sort of. I, it's Okay, so after listening to yours, I'm like, oh, man, mine is... Yeah, mm. it's not fleshed out <laughs> like that. It's, yeah, mine. Uh, it's I'm kind of working on uh, a little bit of something for Zinch. I think oh. I just I was thinking about playing dwarves and then gets and you know what? I just the call to Zinch is just back for me again. Um, and I think I'm gonna play something like that. It's, I was yeah. I was definitely thinking actually Zinch myself because I got the the starter box. Yeah. Um, and I painted up my thaumaturge. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, I, I love thank it. You. It it came out really well. And then I got my spawn, and I got a mutilith vortex beach beast comment. Is is he in? Is the mutilith in the uh, he? Whatever the Z's he's in book the is? slaves book. He's not actually in the disciples of oh, really? book. Yeah, I mean, I you could, could ally him. You in. could ally him in because that creating spawn 
is on his war scroll. It's, it's not a faction thing. Yeah, it's funny because that's the kind of build that I want to play around as well, is just creating spawn. So I got the Sigil of Zinch, and I got a Magister yep. for doing the same thing. I want to create spawn. That's exactly it's, it. That's <laughs> all so I'm doing right now. Is my spawn. narrative was based around uh, two brothers who basically start a cult. And the one's the real magic inclined, who's just obsessed with changing people and warping people into weird chaos spawn. And uh-huh. his brother is the one that uh, really gets the cultist behind him, gives him that muscle and that backing to go oh, wow. go conquer. Again, it's not nearly as fleshed out as, as your narrative, so I realize that I have more work to do here. <laughs> don't let anybody, don't let Josh fool you. His, uh, we played in a uh, Necromunda cult um, a while ago, and Josh had the sweetest story for his uh, gene stealer cult. Yeah, the mining company. <laughs> the mining company. Nothing <laughs> suspicious going on at all. And I, I played Josh like the whole game. And Gene Steele, wait a minute. Like, we, I've been at the table for like two hours bullshitting with Josh before I clued in. That's like a Gene Stealer name. Yeah. So, no, Josh doesn't. And his buddy <laughs> Norm, <laughs> Al Guy. <laughs> So yeah, no. It's, Josh knows how I to get do into it. He's messing with you. Yeah, I, I'll get into it. I love it. It's I love getting connected to my characters and my units and stuff like that. I I, I go full on. It's just yeah, I I need to work on my writing skills. Apparently, <laughs> that's pretty exciting. You got to work on your Fifty Shades of I, uh, apparently Black I Library, do, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so the doubles tournament. Uh, we had some questions for you. Yeah, absolutely. Are there actual like where do you get the rules for doubles tournament? Uh, that I think we're just gonna do that kind of on the fly for the most part. Uh, we found packages online and stuff like that for other doubles events so we'll probably pick and choose a few things that we like from that um it's still a little bit undecided on how or what missions we want to do mm-hmm. you know we've been talking about do we go full custom missions on that um and robin's done it before with Oktoberfest, and mm-hmm. it leads to a lot of fun it's it's a bunch of extra work to uh write and play test missions and stuff like that that are are going to be functional and fun but when you get them right, they just make for some ridiculous, silly, fun games, which is more about what this tournament is going to be about. You know, like it's a little bit of a change up from, say, Northern Waste, where it's it's full on competitive, bring your hardest list. This is, I think, going to be more incentivized to just bring in something fun that you don't normally get to play. And like, let's let's do some cool stuff. And that's what um, really appealed to us when we were looking at the Path to Glory stuff is like, I know I played um, the same list uh, for basically the entire campaign because they were all the models I had for Magikin. I was trying to get ready for LVO. Not that it helped. I should have just... It's been well documented. But... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to like the the path to glory to change stuff up. Uh, just some some casual games. Like my first game in with Slaves to Darkness last week. I love it, even though I lost. I I still like the way it's playing. It's funny you mentioned Chaos Warriors and Knights. 
I really like them in this one. They're so good now. Yeah. They're so good now. I, you know what? Maybe had like had they been like this, had they had this book when I first started playing AOS, I probably would have just stuck with them because the models are amazing, especially the new models are even better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was fun. That was a fun game. Even for my list for Path to Glory, I got rid of the Fulminators. I ordered them. You've ordered them, and oh, I was fulminators thinking... In, fulminators in narrative, eh? Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. There's there are no Fulminators <laughs> in narrative. <laughs> so they're gone. They're not. It's my it's my Draculines. Yeah. <laughs> we had a talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea, though. I just getting to try some different stuff. I, I, you know what? I found... Again, with Necromunda, when we were playing it too, with the narrative, there's that that less of a desire to win and more of a desire to tell a story. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a fun, different way to play. I know, listening to your last episode, you know, when you're talking about how they, they did the survey for LVO and, you know, nobody's playing narrative. It's, it's, it's a shame in a way. You know, like, and I get it. I, I do, I, my main playing is you know, match play competitive. I like mm -hmm. that style of yep. play. Yeah. Um, I still like, you know, it's fun to still tell a narrative within those games, yep. but you know, I like those hard competitive games, but to play those games where you get to play something different, that's just unique and you can tell a fun yes. story with it where it doesn't matter if you win or lose it. It's exactly. just, it's a, you tell a cool story and that's, you come and away that's with That's your, yeah. Cause I still talk about things that have happened in like our Necromunda game. Yeah. That's, you know, when my guy fell off the building, broke his leg in a <laughs> desperation, threw a bomb at your guys that were closing in on him, but it landed at his own feet. He was, he was too drunk on Necromundan beer or whatever he was drinking at the time and uh, his snake whiskey. That's yeah, what he that's was drinking. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then thankfully, that bomb turned out to be a dud. A dud. <laughs> he still got his head kicked in anyway, but it was just like those those funny moments that you just you don't get those that often in um, like match play, competitive play, right? Because so I find that I'm so focused on like the game and remembering my order of operations and like that's uh, right. the combos and all this stuff that I that e even when they do happen, I I'm not necessarily in a headspace to appreciate and sort of build that into my head can no because you're at that point you're already thinking about okay what do i need to be doing next i need to be setting myself yes. up so i those those moments kind of just come and go you know you get your you know brief second there to rejoice of something cool happening and then it's like okay i gotta get back in this here yeah you don't get to just relax and look at the models and look at everything on the table because you're so focused on that next move that's right hey? yeah just a quick question about the doubles yes so does each person have to have their own thousand points but if you're short can you Combine? We haven't set that yet, okay. but I think it's going to be just you have your, your thousand points, and that's kay. what you bring. Okay. She's totally fishing. I'm glad. Glad yeah. you answered yeah. that because she's, <laughs> yeah. she's like, well, if 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 my partner gets Ravenix, can I cast Ravenix? Well, that was a legitimate question. You have to play your own thousand points. You have list. to play your own thousand points. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one of the New Year's games that we played. Uh, if you had 970 and your partner had 970, you could combine to I get see. a total of 2,000. Yeah. So it was, um, but one of them would probably get it to play it. So I see. Yeah. say you have an extra 70 points remaining. Could someone combine the points to get something? That will have to determine, because uh, it's AOS compared to 40K is a little bit different than that, that sometimes it is harder to make up points. Mm -hmm. It's, we'll examine it. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> If you're, <laughs> you know, sometimes if you're giving a, if you're giving one army 
1,050 or 1,070, that might be that one little tech piece they needed to set their 1,000 points over the edge, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, she's done the math. So, and so yeah. she's like, <laughs> like oh, well, I've... that I could get Krondis, and then I could just, with my plus three to cast, just start slinging oh, all Rob's yeah. spells. <laughs> 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 no. Okay. Just ask. So we're going to get yeah, clarification. Yeah, no, for a friend. We will, I promise you, very soon we will put out a package for it that oh, will great. have all the rules listed for that. So Excellent. So there's two more teams that need to play and finish the league off, and then... Yeah, hopefully that's happening soon. Could be. Yeah, uh, I hope so. <laughs> Come on, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt and David. Oh, and, and and I may have said in the last podcast that Matt doesn't know how to paint and he uses L's and nickels. Uh, I just want to apologize to Matt. He he's actually a ferociously he's, good painter. He's <laughs> I was incredible. Him. Yeah, no, I've I've actually I I have a bunch of models painted by Matt. He's done commission work for me before too. He's Wow. He's I'm excited about Tuesday, Matt. Oh, he's such a great painter. Yeah, Matt's awesome. Yeah, so exciting. We have such a great community. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy to see how much it's grown in the past, like in the sh short while that we've really realistically, I mean, we've been playing AOS now, I guess, for the past, well, since kind of late COVID, I guess. Um, not that it's over or anything like that, but it's, you know, like when things started loosening mm -hmm. up, we kind of actually were able to start playing again. So it's... It hasn't been that long, but it's the scene we've grown in that right. time has been amazing. So it's so now there's going to be a doubles tournament, and then there's going to be, you're thinking of a league probably in the fall? I would like to do a league in the fall, uh, probably something after Northern Wastes, like Kay. Northern Wastes being our marquee tournament. That's right. the one that we're, you know, the one we go kind of all out for. Right. That's so a league would be something that, like the league that we're just finishing up, and then we're going to do a doubles yeah. And then a tournament is when you actually do the whole all the games in one day. Correct. Or two one, days. one or two or days two, depending on what days. we do. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying not to organize anything over the summertime just because you know everyone's on vacation, mm -hmm. holidays for kids. It's really tough to plan, you know, people missing games because they're going on vacation. It's right. I, I find the summertime is just a lot harder to to organize league games. Um I I'm you know, is thinking like a just a snap one off, just do a day thing. Whoever's around who can come. I think of that. Um, was that a forty k tournament in Robin's backyard? Yeah, like yeah, absolutely. That and is, we, and we can, if there's interest in doing that, we can look into doing stuff like that. I know, and when we were at the Black Clover there for Northern Waste, they offered. They said because they have a rooftop patio. They said, if you ever want to do anything up on the rooftop patio, we can close that off for you guys, and we can do something Let's up do the there. So we patio. can absolutely do a, you know, a, a big one-off kind of thing there. Or you know, like Robin's thing that he did in his backyard the one time was awesome. Yeah, it was, was so fun. much fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm so excited. Backyard barbecue and oh, play absolutely. some yeah. play some more AOS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's I, and if there's interest, I I, I have no problem putting together something like that because i mean yeah i mean i totally get your point everyone's it, it's tough enough to get this in in the relatively quiet winter let alone summer when everyone's doing stuff it is yeah those like snap uh, what do you call it when oh like a flash flash mob like just a all right in two weeks heads up we're gonna do something let's go and if you show up you show up and, yeah. and make it super chill low-key 
just have fun and get you people together. Exactly, right? And as long as people aren't looking into, you know, like they're not looking for the big prize support yep. and trophies yeah. and all kind of stuff like that. It's just for fun. It's really easy to throw together an event like that just by throwing it out there. It's we found with this and kind of taking on some organizing, if if you build it, they will come. Yes. Like it's, yes. Everybody is, they're always looking for something, but it's... A lot of people just don't have the time or maybe don't think they have the, the skills to put something on like this. But I, actually, I encourage a lot more people to, if you want to put on an event or if you want more events in town, start putting them on. So if someone was listening and they're thinking they wanted to get something started in their community, what is the first thing you would, you would recommend for them to get? game started or a league started or uh, just uh, gather interest I, you know even like what we, we got it good that we have a um you know we have our chat group mm -hmm. and stuff like that but if it's right. if your community's built around a game store maybe put up a poster in the game store just it can be just anything handwritten easy just you know that you're starting a league you get the word out there that you're going to do it just you know have your simple pack that you want to follow to some rules for people and uh promote it that's I, I, the best thing i think you can do is just promote just get out there and let everyone know about it because like i said if you build it they will come people are hungry for organized play that's amazing you just you just have to let people know about it yeah so anybody out there who's excited to get something started just go to your your neighbor neighborhood gaming store and put up some posters and get the word out um I'm loving this conversation, and we should probably continue it another time, but my Absolutely. iPad's down to 5%, and we're dangerously close to our 30-minute our time. So uh, shall we wrap it up? Sure. Thank you so much, Josh. Uh, thank you so much for having me. We appreciate you organizing all these events. You're an amazing advocate for the Sigmar and um, arranging and organizing events. So thank I you. really appreciate that. Again, yeah, credit to uh, the rest of the Northern Waste Alliance guys. Like They're just... I couldn't do it without them. They're incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I want to thank for the Northern Waste Alliance folks. Um, and you know, when you were there, like when, at, like at LVO, you were cheering the community on. Rome and I, and we, we all took off and we're going for dinner and whatever. But you were there, hardcore cheering for the community at LVO, uh, and like. I Big kudos to you, Josh. That Thank made you. me want to do that next time. Like, you know what? Um, it's it a lot of fun. It sounded like a lot of fun. It is so, so much fun. I think we're going to go to the awards ceremony next yeah, year. Sounds good. We'll add an extra day on so that we can do other things after. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Josh, thanks so much for coming tonight. Thanks good. for the beer. Thank beer you so much for having Josh. Yeah, I couldn't right. come empty-handed. <laughs> Des set a standard for us now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Josh. Thank you, Roma. Dudes of Sigmar in and out. <laughs>